Hi, everyone. Welcome to Type Talks. Today, we have our lovely guest, Michael, and he is an INTJ. And today, we will explore the secrets of the INTJ mind. So without further ado, let's get to it and learn a thing or two about the INTJ personality. <laughs> All right, guys. So I'm going to do my best to answer a few questions about the INTJ uh, type from an INTJ perspective. Obviously, I can't speak on behalf of all INTJs. We're all unique. Um, and that said, I, I hope this is somewhat illuminating for you guys. Uh, so let's get started. What are some core features of INTJs? So we lead with introverted intuition, right? And our uh, tertiary or third function is introverted feeling. Um, and these are pretty radically subjective functions. Um, so INTJs definitely have a reputation for being one of the more uh, inward types. And I think some people, uh, um, I think we can seem opaque to some people. Uh, we also tend to have a thousand-yard stare that, in most cases, we just can't do anything about. So, apologies for that. Uh, but anyway, there, there's a there's a real contradiction or um, cognitive dissonance uh, embedded in our subjectivity because with with NI and FI, um, there's a sense that on the one hand, there's this is NI. It, it, you know, there's no um, ultimate truth or reality, right? With NI, there's there's only a like multiplicity of perspectives, this kind of prism of subjectivity. Um, whereas with with FI, uh, FI insists that uh, there is some true, authentic uh, essence to people and environments and aesthetics and objects. Um, so we're, we're constantly investigating and interrogating the authenticity of things. Um, so it's like at the same time, you know, there, there's, there's no truth, that's NI, and, and then with FI, it's like every meaningless thing has some essential authentic truth uh, and meaning within it. So th there, is, there is some dissonance there that, um, that honestly that INTJs are, are, are comfortable with, but you do have to hold those two ideas uh, in, your, in your mind and heart at the same time. Um, and, and then, and then there's, there's extroverted thinking. So we extrovert our thinking. We, we build systems outward, right? So there's no, there's no coherent in, inward logic with NI and FI um, because, because meaning is, is a kind of fluidity or, or turbulence inside of us. So to keep from going mad, which is what happened to Hamlet, who's the prince of the INTJs, um, to keep from going insane, we have to, we have to like make objectivity happen. Uh, so that means, um, that means planning, that means systems, uh, that means creativity, expression, application. It's like meaning making for INTJs happens in the world. And uh, this is mainly what people see of us. So it tends to be what, we, what we're known for, things like uh, preparation, 
strategy, uh, making things happen, my favorite, getting things done. Um, but what this is, and if you look at unhealthy INTJs, uh, you'll see why, Hamlet again, uh, this extroverted thinking is a kind of, it's, it's a way of going on offense uh, and, and taking action in the world in order to avoid the kind of chaotic disorder and uh, self-destruction and entropy that comes from a, a radically subjective um, and, and fluid and contingent inner life. What do people misunderstand about the type? Well, we're definitely one of the most memed on types. So in that sense, I think there are a lot of misunderstandings. I mean, judging by the memes, you'd think we were all glaring maniacs or uh, cold-blooded efficiency machines, um, neither of which is entirely the case. I, I, think, I think a lot of people think of INTJs as incredibly logical because what people see is extroverted thinking because it's what we put out into the world. Everything else is so inward, it's so internal, it's so subjective. Um, so, so that's a misunderstanding for sure because the, the logic, logic doesn't, doesn't come first for us. Um, I mean, again, I think, I think INTJs on a fundamental level are capable of holding a lot of cognitive dissonance. Um, and that's embedded in the kind of prismatic or, or perspectival nature of NI. Um, pure NI doesn't privilege one perspective over another. All perspectives are equally valid for pure NI. Um, it also doesn't privilege the status of one thing over another. Uh, you know, for pure NI, no thing has more uh, truth value or reality value uh, or value value um, over anything else. Uh, and, you know, in that sense, it's like natural science isn't more revelatory than aesthetics. Um, an electron isn't more revelatory than a, uh, a table or a galaxy or a dog. Um, I, I think the activity of NI is just, it's constantly turning these things over conceptually. And, you know, you need, you need that judging function. You need that TE. Um, INTJs certainly do in order to impose structure and meaning on the world. Uh, TE is a world-building function. And uh, even though, again, it's, it's the part of us that people primarily see, order and judgment come second for us. Um, I, think, I think NI is like, uh, it's like psychological fire that burns through objectivity. Um, reality always withdraws from us. And, and you can't get your hands around it or, or your mind around it. It'd be like, it'd be like trying to hold mercury. What are three words people who know you would describe you as, and what would you describe yourself as? Uh, I'd hope people who know me would say I'm funny. I don't know. Uh, I, I tend to get along with anyone who has a sense of the absurd. <laughs> um, I do have a pretty dark sense of humor, so you know, some people might say I'm, I'm disturbed, you know, touched by the angels. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, either funny or disturbed. I, there's not much difference between the two. Um, I think people who know me would say I'm thoughtful. I, you know, I'm interested in all sorts of different stuff and I, I try to find an interesting and, and hopefully insightful 
way to uh, you know put a frame around whatever's going on. Um, you know, make patterns, find connections, all that ni stuff. Um, and a third thing, depending who it is, they might say I'm either laid back or intense. Uh, those things aren't mutually exclusive. What are three words you would use to describe INTJs and why? Um, I'd say open-minded. I think there's, there's always a, a free play of, of meaning in any context. Uh, we're always willing to change our minds about something, literally anything. Um, I think another word I'd use is strategic. Uh, again, this is the part of us that a lot of people do see because it's the extroverted part of us. And honestly, I think it's where a lot of the, the memes come from. Uh, we tend to be pretty foresighted, uh, so it's hard to separate any action from the variety of, of uh, consequences that are going to follow from that action. So it's like saying live in the moment to an INTJ is like telling a, a, a billiards player to, you know, close your eyes and just fire away at the cue ball, you know, when you know that the, the cue ball is going to bang off the table and, and smack some poor sucker in the face. Um, it's not the most strategic way to play pool, but uh, that said, I do think live in the moment is good advice um, some of the time, you know, the power of now, the emphasis on power. I think a lot of people hear the power of now and, and put the emphasis on now. For INTJs, the emphasis is on power. We have a, an eye out for power dynamics in any situation. That's not the same as desiring power, but definitely seeing things in terms of, of how how power is, is, is moving through uh, an environment or a situation um, is definitely at the front of our minds a lot of the time. And a third word I'd use uh, to describe INTJs is, is sensitive. We're sensitive in pretty specific uh, ways. Um, we're definitely sensitive to any sort of onslaught of sensory information, you know, SE. Um, for NI, a lot, of, a lot of sensory information coming at us at once is like firing too many pinballs into the pinball machine at once. Um, sensory overload for sure. And emotionally, I think with, with that tertiary FI, um, we tend to be hyper aware of how we're feeling at any given moment. So this can lead to anxiety for sure. Uh, it can also make us sensitive to it's hard to describe, but like resonating uh, very intensely with another person, like a mutual resonance. Um, and I know we have a reputation for like the, you know, cold thousand yard stare and everything, but uh, we can find ourselves falling into certain uh, energetic frequencies with uh, people and we, a lot of the time we have a tendency to want to like put a shield up to protect ourselves in those situations because it, be, it can be pretty intense with that FI if you're not in control of it. How do your functions show up in your life? I mean, NI is everywhere for sure, uh, but it can get driven around by the environment and by uh, other functions. 
I think with NI, it can be really hard to spontaneously explain something that comes to mind. I think for INTJs, it's much, much better to have the space to reflect on something as opposed to just like shooting from the hip. Um, INTJs in general just aren't great improvisers. So for TE, I, I see TE really as more of a tool than something I identify with. Um, I mean, TE, definitely TE auxiliary is a very utilitarian function. Uh, and I'm not a big fan of utilitarianism. Uh, I think utilitarianism is largely what got the world into the mess that it's in right now. Um, not exclusively, but it, you know, it played a big part. Um, utilitarianism is not about doing the greatest good for the greatest number. That's the definition they try to push on you, but uh, don't get suckered by that. Utilitarianism is about treating everything as a means to an end. Um, and that can be really dangerous as a life philosophy. Um, so that's what, I, that's what I'd say about TE. FI is, how does FI show up? Well, FI shows up in exactly the way it just showed up, just long late night rants about utilitarianism. So there's, there's FI. Um, and with SE, I, I think uh, I just have to stay poised, you know? I mean, INTJs are upside down ESFPs and uh, all the same drives are present within both types, but with inferior SE, uh, you can find yourself submitting to um, like no consequences uh, activity uh, in a self-destructive way. So you kind of, you know, you got to keep a leash on that thing. Do you know of any INTJ celebrities or examples of the type? Okay, so my favorite INTJ with no exceptions, no exceptions, is uh, Amy Dunn from Gone Girl, queen of the INTJs. Forget Hamlet, forget uh, Raskolnikov, Hegel, Nietzsche, Tesla, all of them, forget it. Bow to your queen, INTJs. I am madly in love with Amy Dunn from Gone Girl. Not ashamed to admit it. Uh, yeah. Book's better than the movie. <laughs>